Welcome or welcome back to episode 175 of the Joy Loving Home podcast. I have been debating and debating what to call this one. (laughs) So if you just read the title, you may know before I do, because I'm probably not going to decide until I actually post it. But I was debating between saying our brains can be, our ADHD brains can be very dangerous or play on Halloween and say, look out for the scary side of our ADHD brains. But what you're going to hear about today is my warning to be super careful about subject matter experts because our brains are going to mess with us when we listen to them. So let's dig into that. A wise person once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Well, fish, quit trying to climb trees while getting advice from well-intentioned monkeys. It's time to jump in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. I'm Joy, a professional organizer, mom of four, and fellow fish brain. If you're looking for a place to get understanding, encouragement, and ideas for your home that actually fit how your brain thinks, then I'm glad you're here. Let's ditch the type A advice and embrace what makes our brains and our homes unique. Together, we can have a joy-loving home. So we all know the ADHD brain can be super impulsive. We are really good about doom scrolling for some dopamine hits. We have areas of our life that we would love to improve on. And so we believe that someone else has the answer. (laughs) I've said often in my life that I am a snake oil salesman's best friend because I am seeking an answer that will, quote, fix me, end quote, so badly that I latch on to these subject matter experts. Inherently, there's nothing wrong with them. I love watching a whole host of people, whether it be listening to them in podcasts or watching on YouTube or just quick hits on a reel or um, I don't have TikTok, so, <laughs> but that type of format. And they're all really great. I, not a thing wrong with anybody I'm about to mention, but I'm going to talk about a few of them and then see why they can be so dangerous for ADHD brains. I'm curious if you've got your favorites too that ultimately, while seeming to be helpful, might actually be harmful. Let's dig into this a minute. I have a a fitness lady I love to watch. She's super approachable. Pretty sure she also has ADHD. She seems so real for kids of her own. She's constantly a little bit chaotic. Her name is Andrea Allen, and she has a podcast called Make It Simple, but I really enjoy her on Instagram, in which she's at the handle at Deliciously Fit and Healthy. And by the way, I'm, I will put links to all of these in the show notes in case you're interested in any of them. She talks about very approachable eating. She talks about very approachable fitness. She's fantastic. Love watching her. Another one I like to lean into is I have this, I have just enough DIY type skills to be dangerous. And in the earlier days, I used to play around with that a lot. I don't so much anymore, although I miss it. And I've sort of gotten a hankering to do some again. But the person I watch for this that I find entertaining is called Angela Rose Home. Betting you can guess why I leaned into her. (laughs) Being joy loving home, I thought 
Angela is home was going to be a nice match. But anyway, she is pretty great. She also has three kids, two of which have some sort of level of autism. She's a beautiful story where she talks about sort of needing to find herself and feeling a little bit empowered by her DIY tasks gave her some sense of control in areas where she didn't feel much control. And so just I like her story. I love her style and I love watching what she does. So she's been a fun one. Another one, um, her name's Michaelin Smith and she, her, all her stories and handles and things are called She's the Nester, although she now has a podcast that's brand new called House Rules that I am absolutely loving. She sort of promotes a cozy minimalism. So I fully believe that the direction I want to go with my home to help my ADHD brain is more minimalistic. But I find minimalism to be a little stark for how I like to live. And her brand of cozy minimalism, again, feels very approachable. And when I started digging into her, thank you, Candy, if you still listen, who's <laughs> the person who turned me on to her. She has a membership group that is super, um, it's simple and fun and enjoyable and only 10 bucks a month. And she is so worth that value. And so I kind of modeled when I was ready to do a membership group around what she does. I'm still learning and tweaking. Although I think that my membership group is improving all the time and love the ladies in there. And uh, by the way, if you would like to get on a wait list, it's opening again at the end of the year, but it will, um, you can go to joylovinghome.com slash membership. And I always put it out to my waitlist members first. Anyway, I'm digressing. I love to watch her for interior design stuff. Just super approachable interior design. And then y'all have heard me talk about Gretchen Rubin. And Gretchen Rubin is who I listen to. She's the happier podcast. I love her take on habit formation. I love her take on inner and outer expectations. She has a fantastic book called Outer Order, Inner Calm which I think is probably one of the most ADHD-friendly organizing books I've ever read, and I've read quite a few. It's more approachable to me than the ones that are aimed for ADHD. I don't know if she knows that or not, but I completely believe in that. So she's who I listen to when I want to sort of believe that I can be uh, a more consistent reader. I love to read, but it is very inconsistent in my life. I also really enjoy listening to Carrie Green of She Means Business, talking about how the back end of a business should run. And she's got like a million dollar membership group that seems way out of my league. But I just love her encouragement to do it messy. Just try it. You can't ever <laughs> get good at something if you're not at first horrible at it. And so she causes me to have the energy to be brave sometimes. Then if I'm digging really into ADHD, I have the trio of ladies for the ADHD home life, which are Dawn from The Minimal Mom, Cass from Clutterbug, and Dana from A Slob Comes Clean. Each one of them provides this great source of information. And I know you all have listened to me talk about her before, or each of them before. And I know a lot of you also listen to them. And then you know, I might be that person for you who you listen to when you want just sort of ADHD type home advice. And I love that. I love that that I could be helpful to anyone. But what is the plus to all of these 
ladies, is also the minus. Each of them is a subject matter expert in their own thing. They each have their own niche and they seem to do it so well or so effortlessly or have gone through a journey where they've got it figured out. (laughs) Maybe not me, but the rest of them. There is a trap to our brains because we listening are at seeking advice as beginners by watching somebody already at the middle or or late middle middle of their journey. That's tough. That's tough because then we start to go, why can't we get this? Why haven't we figured this out? Why can't we be as good at it as they are? Or why can't I be as flawless at fitness and as excellent at business and as great a DIYer and have a well-styled home? And oh, I didn't even mention my like fashion ladies I love to follow. Why can't I do it all? Look at them. But we have to remind our brains that we are looking at them in isolation. If they could pull back the Wizard of Oz curtain and show us that, yes, Andrea's fitness might might be really dialed in, but her house might be a train wreck. Or you might have somebody's house that looks stunning, but they struggle with eating even remotely healthy or ever exercising at all. Or yes, they might love to lose themselves in books, but they they don't have a great social life. I'm not saying that's the truth of any of these people I follow, but my point being, don't pick a person that is an expert in their own area when that's literally what they do for their living and expect yourself to to hold muster in that. It's not it's not what you're doing for your living. So I'm reminding you to remind your brain that you don't have to be as good as they are at their thing. Just lean into it, take out the bit of information that's helpful, and don't use the same bar to measure with. Use the I am a stay-at-home mom with four kids who's doing the best I can to keep all the balls in the air measuring stick. Or I'm a working mom with kids that are coming and going or no kids yet, but my work and my friend life and my home life and my whatever, you have lots of balls in the air, as do they, but the only ball they're talking about, videoing, editing, showing you is the one that they want you to see that's up in the air at all times. And they might even drop it behind the scenes, but that's not the part they're showing you. (laughs) This is my cautionary tale as I'm leaning towards uh, Halloween of don't let your brain scare you into thinking you can't ever be all that because you're not supposed to be a subject area expert in 17 different areas. In this case, it's really okay to be a jack of all trades. You don't have to do any of them well. Or maybe lean in and look at the thing that's your area of expertise and celebrate it and know that people seek you out for that. And that's your thing to be proud of. The rest of it's just stuff. And it's nice to see other people's perspectives. And it's nice to pick up tips. And it's nice to be inspired. Just don't let yourself fall into a trap of feeling a little low or disparaging because they're doing better at something than you are. Keep plugging on your journey. You've got this. And until next time, continue to choose joy.